Welcome back to Weekend Breakfast on Today FM. It is Alison Curtis with you. And now, as promised on the phone line, journalist and mum to seven is Jen Hogan. How are you? I'm good, Alison. How's it going? I'm great. Now, listen, you wrote a piece for the Irish Times uh, less than a week ago. And to say it's gotten a huge reaction is an understatement. Just if anybody missed it, will you tell us first about the piece? And then I want to talk about the reaction. Yeah, sure. So I, I spoke to some parents and the coach and some experts in sports psychology about the whole idea of children being left on the sideline or sideline during sport um, or in, in some cases turning up and children from a younger age group being played instead of the actual correct age child in a match. So they kind of had that public humiliation or that sense of public humiliation um, or children who just weren't allowed or didn't get to play because it was more important to the coach to win the match than actually involve all the children in the team. Yes, you're right. A huge reaction, huge reaction with lots more parents getting in touch um, in the meantime. And it seems to be this really widespread problem, unfortunately. Yeah. And that's what you took away from it, which is that it's affecting thousands and thousands of people at all different levels throughout the country. And it's it really struck a chord with me because in our household, our daughter just started playing football and my husband, who never followed a team before, <laughs> gone through to be the coach for the under 12s and he's talking so much about the psychology behind this age group and the importance is to get them onto the pitch and to get their confidence growing win or lose and we can't underestimate that i think everybody is naturally a little bit competitive and we all want to win every child goes out there and they want ideally they want to win but that's not necessarily i think there's a difference between wanting to win and defining what success looks like and and the, the whole idea, I would think anyway, and I think most people working in this whole area would think of, of sport and children's sports to keep as many children involved for as long as possible so that you get the long term benefits. You have, you know, the physical benefits, the mental health benefits, the, the camaraderie benefits, the learning to work as a team and making friends, all those sorts of things. And if we make uh, sport overly competitive and actually totally disregard children's well-being and welfare by making them feel worse about themselves, then first of all, it, it's just cruel it's a cruel thing to do first of all you know to bring any child into a sport and exclude them completely and um, and it also it, it defeats the purpose which is to to you know encourage children into sport and to, to eventually as I said have those lifelong benefits it's hugely important that we look at it because we we band around this word inclusion and we so we like to think of ourselves as an inclusive society but this is anything but and one of the things that was raised with me afterwards as this is happening for children across the country, it's even more perhaps difficult for children who have any kind of additional needs too. Because if you're a child, and I'll, I'll pick, I'll, I'll suggest dyspraxia, for example, because that's, that's something that was mentioned to me by a mum. Children with dyspraxia often present, sorry, as having um, coordination difficulties perhaps. Yeah. And the big advantage in, in getting them involved in sport is obviously it can help them with that. And then it helps to build self-esteem. In theory, it should help to build self-esteem if we have children involved and they get to play. But if you're turning around and saying, actually, you're your need to improve your coordination or be part of a team or have the crack and, and make friendships is not as important as my need to win. It's hugely damaging. It's hugely damaging. And we're turning away them or discouraging the very children who might benefit the most from sport from actually getting involved for that reason. And we know like we, we know how important it is. And school is really we know how important academics are and we know how important school um, education is. But in terms of the holistic development of the child and the whole development of the child, not every child finds their place in the classroom. And on the sports pitch might be where they get a chance to actually build those friendships and might be the chance where they get to you know, use their energy or just, yeah. just play, just to be. And, and we're taking that away from children when we put 
the priority or the needs of coaches to win above the needs of children to be involved. And Jen, what about since then? You know, I read loads of stories. There's been a follow up piece um, with personal tales because you got thousands of responses. But what about what advice has come out of this? Like what is there solutions or advice coming out of this? I think the really big thing that we're probably going to have to look at is, is policies and how we kind of implement policy because there are different views and there will always be different views and there's a lot of people um, or a few people maybe perhaps is fair because a lot of people did say that they agreed children should be involved in sport and Shane Smith who spoke to me for the article said that it was really important that all children had an equal amount of time to play and no child should ever always be the sub and I think that's generally kind of the consensus that has been agreed by by most of the people who got in touch with me there's been talk about resilience and how important is is this in building resilience this isn't how resilience works anyway knocking a child's self-esteem and confidence is not building resilience but because of these differing views it's probably going to there's going to be there's a need really I suppose for clubs to take on a policy that makes sure all children are involved because there's parental pressure too we can't just put this all back on the coaches we all hear the parents on the sideline roaring at the kids completely forgetting desperately a need to have a word with themselves about some of the behavior that we see on the sidelines too and putting that unnecessary pressure on the children and the coaches so it's really going to, I think, to have to find some sort of solution, we're going to need the clubs to adopt a policy and ensure that the practice happens, that, that, that children are always involved and that we do have fair play and we do have equal play and we do have a genuine appreciation of children and that we don't measure success only by what the end score is. You know, if we win, if children win, if the team wins, that's a bonus. But that should not be the only measure of success and certainly not at the expense of exclusion. But I do think it's going to come back on the clubs here. It needs to come back to the clubs of ensuring that this is their policy and that that coaches implement it. I think that's the only way it can work. It's funny, like one of the reactions that you got was that thing that you just touched on, which is everyone going, look, are we wrapping them in cotton wool, like losing as part of life? Like, you know, but that's different to exclusion. That's exactly. They're They're two completely different things. And the world isn't all rosy and children will have to deal with things later in life. But exclusion is a completely different thing. And the idea of parents needing to get involved or needing to raise this, you're not talking an equal situation here. You have a child and an adult. And if an adult is leaving a child, it is absolute exclusion. We talk about exclusion in school as being a form of bullying. Whether it's intentional or not on the on the sideline, the, the end result is the same. If you have a child who's being excluded, removed from their peers, yeah. not part of the, of the group, exclusion hurts. And it isn't the same thing. And it certainly doesn't build resilience. Resilience is about equipping our children with the skills and the tools and the support that they need going forward for when they come up against um, challenges in life. It is not tearing them down and destroying their self-esteem and, and sense of self-worth to begin with in the first place. I think just before I let you go, Jen, just to reiterate that, you know, there are solutions and one of the stories mm-hmm. I read was that a young girl was not being included properly in her in her soccer mm-hmm. club and so she went off to try tennis as well so it is about as parents going okay recognizing we need to move them on to something else yeah. and protecting them in that respect but it is a collective response for everybody involved in these clubs to make sure everyone's included completely agree with you and if we're teaching our children about t- uh, teamwork and we're involving our children in a team sport then we have a responsibility Jen Hogan thank you so much for that and I know we're yeah, going to get a reaction here on text on 0874 100 102 as well but thank you so much for your time this morning thank you pleasure Alison